Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Chilling with Native. So guys, on today's episode, the episode is actually unscripted. So some of the things that I'll be talking about are the things that I didn't like actually like take time to write down. It's just uh, me uh, expressing my thoughts. So guys, let's jump right into it. Um, so guys, as you might have uh, all know that um, we, as black people, we are embedded with um, racial injustice. Um, that's something that that's been happening for um, since the beginning of time, according to what we have been taught in schools. So. Anyway, enough about that. Let me just like jump straight into uh, today's episode since it will be a three-parted, uh, um, yeah, a three-parted episode. On a, yeah, a three-parted episode on a single episode. So, guys, um, we all know of um, true stories, especially. Um, Especially uh, stories that um, include black people, right? Um, I'm sure um, some of you, I'm sure some of you guys um, have one of those uh, true stories, movies pertaining to uh, racial injustice and whatever. And so I think it was on a yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday early mornings, I just woke up and decided, hey, you know what, I'm just like, want to watch um, films since I didn't have any, yeah, since I couldn't sleep and I just woke up. So I decided to watch a few films. So as I was browsing through um, Showmax pretty much, so I... I came across a movie that I've always wanted to to watch, but didn't have uh, the, the privilege to actually watch it. But now I have, and now I did. So um, that film is Just Mercy. Yeah, that's the title of the movie, Just Mercy. So guys, um... To those who actually watch the film, you guys actually know uh, what film I'm referring to. And to those who haven't watched it, I would, I would recommend you guys to actually watch it. <coughs> so, as you know, guys, um, the story, like, just to give a basic summary. Yeah, a brief summary, I must say. Um, the story pretty much talks about... Um, Two black uh, men fighting for justice in the state of Alabama. So um, the two main characters on on that film are Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan. So in this film, um, Michael 
Bridge Jordan plays this character, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, Bryson, yeah, I'm not so, uh, I forgot the name, but uh, he uh, plays as a lawyer uh, that graduated from Harvard, and then he is um, defending Johnny D, which is um, played by Jamie Foxx. So I would not jump um, into details about that film. I would just recommend you guys to watch it. And you will have your own perspective about the film. So as for me, uh, yeah, I would say it's a good, yeah, it's a good movie. It's a, it's a great movie. And then there is the other one, which is called The Butler. I mean, um, the first time I actually uh, watched The Butler was when I was uh, pretty young. And at that time, I couldn't grasp um, with the concept of that, of that film. But I, I watched it from start to finish. But I... I was here. So to make um, the yeah to give a, a brief summary. So um that um a film uh, talks about a young black boy who was um, taught to be a butler from a very young age, navigating through um what we now call our racial injustice or racial whatever depending on how you view it or on how you um, call it and to me i felt like um that film was it's too much like it's really 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 too much um which brings me to this um yeah, which brings me to the reason of me uh, making this um, podcast. So, <clears throat> like, if some of you guys don't know that film, just go and watch it, and then you'll have your own views. So, um, the reason for this episode actually is to... Like, yeah, because after watching those two films, I began to have questions to say, um, what is the purpose of uh, these kind of films? And what role could they play in us? And what difference could they make? So, the role that they play, to me, is still uncertain. Because I still haven't really um, got the grasp of the concept, yeah, racial injustice type of movies and stuff like that. Yes, I get it. Um, they want to show us how life back then was. But then the question is, why? Why though? I mean, we were taught that in school. 
and then why like do it in films like what is the motive behind the i wouldn't say much because I, I don't want to provoke um, some people so you guys go and watch it and ask yourself those questions because to me i feel like it's uh, totally unnecessary for us to have those kind of films particularly if those films only um like the affected uh, party is black people like to me i feel like it's so and it's so unnecessary for us to actually um relieve what happened back then i mean what happened back then still happens now just that it happens yeah um for in like for an instance um this week uh yeah during this week i while i was watching the news um they were saying like there was a uh, some sort of um yeah racial injustice whatever that happened in the united states and then there was this attorney that said um we shouldn't sugarcoat um general terrorist crime or terrorist yeah 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 he yeah he he actually said we we shouldn't sugarcoat uh domestic terror domestic terrorist so i wouldn't like so what he means is that um every time when a white person kills a black person they always say um that person is mentally disturbed that person is suffering from whatever so i guess that's why the attorney said uh we shouldn't sugarcoat domestic terror domestic terrorism and i completely agree with him we shouldn't we should just say uh, like say it as it is and then to actually add on on what the attorney was saying it was a couple of years back um when uh, Trevor Noah said that yeah like Trevor Noah said the exact thing that the attorney said is that um when yeah like i've said it before and then i'm i'm going to say it again um what Trevor said in my own um understanding so what Trevor said was that um whenever a white person commits a hate crime the logical explanation for white people to the world is that um that person is mentally disturbed is suffering from from whatever and and like guys we should ask ourselves like do we really think uh hate crime will it ever end like that is my question to you guys will it ever end because i mean if uh, we live in a realistic world and we know how things operate do we think it will it will never end like that is the question i'm i'm asking to you guys to say do you really think it will end i mean i know the 
answer to that. But, but the question is, do you know the answer to that? Ask yourself that question. Take time. Look around. See what's happening around the world. And, re- and refer back to um, some of those films because I know there are plenty of them. There are more than a dozen of those kind of films. And it's up to you guys to decide what you think. And I'm just sharing my views, my perception pretty much. So it's up to you guys to say, hey, what do you think? Where do you stand? Where does your perception lie in terms of hate crime? Especially against black people. So guys, Okay guys, um, that was the end of segment one. So this is segment number two, where I'll be discussing something completely different to the first segment. So, on this segment, pretty much, I'll be talking about, um, you know, like, there's this saying that um, you live by your code, or you live by the choices that you make. So, guys, on today's, not today, like, on this, on this second segment, I'll be talking about that one. Um Choices, the choices that we make as black people, especially in South Africa, in South A. Like, guys, there's this trend that we all like to use, which is the escape route or the excuse route. So, I've come to a realization based on my my perception is that um. Because, yeah, I've done it, so I know um, how it is, pretty much. So, guys, like, guys, you know, um, in life, you are given two choices, right? In life, you are given two choices. It's either you make the right, it's either you take the right choice or the wrong choice. In most cases, those who take the wrong choices tend to have a lot of excuses why they find themselves in that in that situation. Why why that situation occurred. And in my perception is that um yeah yeah that's where the excuseness comes in for choosing the wrong path or making the wrong decision or the wrong choice. So the excuse, uh, to me, I think, um, it's, it, it comes in two ways. The first one is to shift then their narrative. And then the other one is to, yeah, because like while, while shifting the, the narrative of your bad decision making, there's also that one, like it's a two yeah, it's a one-way to excuse type of situation. Whereby the first one is to shift the narrative. The second one is to make yourself feel less guilty about the choices that you make, right? And I'll and I'll just make a practical example of um, myself, pretty much, so that you guys may 
um, understand like where I'm coming from and where I'm going with this second segment. So guys, you know, um, how would I say the like which like guys like there's been a couple of times where I I actually turned down weed like the batch like I like I literally turned them down like there was a couple of times where I I actually turned them down and then I realized that in that in that split second when I had to make that decision like it was like I was on a different realm. It was like, I'm there, but I'm not there. I'm somewhere. I'm, even though I'm there, you catch the drift. So, like, for that split seconds, like, my mind, like, I was thinking, in my head, I'm thinking, that's the, um, that's the first verse. The second verse is You know what will happen. In that specific like that was like that's what was happening in my mind. And it happens like at a phenomenal rate or at a phenomenal speed. Whereby um maybe um your friends want to pursue the J the joint the for twenty. And then for a minute, your brain is like trying to create, like trying to um, make out that that decision for you. Whatever decision that you make, whether whether you choose to smoke it or whether you don't choose to to smoke it, that's a choice. Remember that it is a choice that you made. Because tomorrow it's unfit to our patch. What do you do? It's either no or yes. But either way, you made a choice, right? So, <clears throat> like that's it. Like, like, bro. Like, I can't remember how many times I actually turned it down. But now it seems like um, um, I'm coming back to that level of yeah, they can smoking it, but that's a choice. We live by choices, right? And then the other one is that we always try to blame people for our bad decisions. For example, um, yeah, because this one I feel like I should be more personal about it. I shouldn't be like doing assumptions out there, like I should be more like personal about you and tell you my my own personal experiences. So I actually grew up with an absent father. Like that's one of like the saddest thing in my life actually. Like like I doesn't really care. Like, the guy, like, I don't know, guys. I mean, there, I mean, there, there was a time whereby I did actually uh, cry. 
but I mean, you you gotta live with it. Like it is what it is. Um. Uh, anyway, um, back to uh, what um actually like the message I'm trying to convey is that um. Just because I grew up with an absent father, it doesn't mean I myself have to be an absent father. And my and my lame excuse to that would be no, I grew up with an absent father. I never had, um, I never got the love that I uh, deserve from my father. I mean, no, guys. You choosing to follow on your father's uh, footsteps is your choice. It's, it's not your father's choice. Your father didn't uh, actually tell you or force you to follow in his footsteps. You chose. I mean, you could have chosen to do the right thing, follow the right path, be there for your children, but you chose not to. And your reasoning is that is is that you didn't receive your you didn't receive love from your father. Like guys, come on. I feel like guys. I feel like we are at this stage, or I would say we are a generation that is well equipped from an early age compared to our fathers and our. Um, grandparents and great 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 grandparents. I mean, we are the we are the we are the generation that that is equipped from day one, <clears throat> not from year ten, ten year, your ten years of existence. No, from day one, from that day, you oh you set foot on this world. You were equipped. With that knowledge, and guys, as you might have like, guess I'm like I'm just like giving you guys my uh, perception um, based on decision making and the choices that we make, and then again, the other thing might be that um. Me, in terms of like the people I associate myself with, is that I don't I don't associate myself with everybody because to me, before I associate myself, I observe you. I look at the profession you are, what you do, what you don't do, what you plan to achieve, and stuff like that. Because to me, I want to see if my vision actually could align with yours or could actually share a road with yours. And in most cases, um, that's where some might say um, a bit strange. Um, I don't talk much. I don't do all, all of those kind of things. Like, yeah, I get it. But I cannot friend everybody I mean I I mean I have to know what I'm getting myself into and in this instance 
it was back in 20 yeah 2016 2016 just before may so uh beginning of 2016 i was just this guy solely focused on the books school listening to teachers not banging class whatever up until i met these guys um my now called like my now called friends the people i regard as as my friends i mean they were I wouldn't say, I would say they gave me a different perspective to life. Because I always used to do things by the book up until I met these guys and they actually showed me that not always, not every time you have to do things by the book, not wara wara. So you get my point. So yeah, I, I, I remember it clearly. Because it was, yeah, May 2016, it was on a Friday. Because I always used to play and say, hey, 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 I do this, I'm sorry, I smoke, I do, I do, I do. Meanwhile, I wasn't doing none of those things, I wasn't doing none of those things. So, on a Friday, yeah, um, I was before that um i actually met with one of them because i wasn't close with need of them so uh, so i actually met with one of them and had a i bet of a like chat and then he said to me Vanna, um later go fit go away and i was like okay i'll wait for you and as and as that time came i was like I actually had doubt to say, ah, will he actually show up? But then he did. And then we went to the shack. So as we were going there, uh, we like it. Like we just had our casual conversation, talk about things, okay? up until we get there. And as I'm about to enter, I see that there's clouds of smoke coming outside the shack. Like clouds, not like clouds, like like smoke clouds. Like literally, those smoke clouds that you see, like you might actually think are like that. Um, that shack is it's on fire, but. Uh, Ah, guys, that's the story of another time. So I guess um, the point that I'm trying to convey to you guys is that um, in, in everything that we do, we are given a choice. It's up to you to decide whether you take the right choice or the wrong choice. But you should know that... Why? You should know that... Uh, Either choice that you make has an outcome. Whether it be a positive outcome, whether it be a negative outcome with consequences, or a positive outcome with good results. It all depends on you. So guys, I beg of you guys not to make not to make excuses. If then you have made a bad choice, 
you you can rectify that choice and do the right thing i mean we all gonna have like we all gonna have our downs or we or we all gonna have our, our fails in life but that fail doesn't mean that you should just give up it should like um one thing about the uh human concept is that we adapt that that's one thing that we are great at we adapt to every situation we find ourselves in if then um your first choice was a bad one you have the adaptability to choose the right one and to better it and to and to do things correctly it all depends on you and the choices that you make that's my advice to you guys is that we live by the choices that we make we live by the code whether it be a bad code or a, or a good code at the end of the day those are the things those are the things that we live by so so this is just a brief uh summary about the second segment i mean ab- yes Okay guys, seems we have reached the conclusion of today's episode. So guys, I um actually the 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 purpose of this for this episode is to I think is to um share a light on some of the things that are happening and some of the things that we talk about but we don't want yeah, we talk about but we don't want to talk about So I hope this episode was meaningful to you guys. I'm hoping that it will give you a sense of you're not alone. You are never alone and you will never be alone. Like that's the like that's the type of message the message I'm trying to convey to you guys. And I literally hope you guys really like it so guys please i urge you guys to please sub- subscribe to one of the um outlets where uh you can find my podcast on whether it be anchor whether it be spotify whether it be pocket cast or whether it be podcast whether it be, whether it be stitches whether it be Google Podcast, whether it be SoundCloud, whether it be Amazon, whether it be whatever. Guys, I please urge you guys to subscribe for the latest episode. And please, guys, show some love. Show some interest. I know the journey has just begun. But I really appreciate um, support alone, guys. Come find alone. Chilling with Nadia. I'm fun. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. Guys, thank you.